If there's only one word to remember about Keltec, it's innovation. A privately owned family company, Keltec has been making one of a kind American made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, Keltec doesn't just copy other weapons on the market, they innovate new ones, including the new P15 9mm Striker Fire Pistol. The P15 is Keltec's first Striker Fire handgun and is the lightest and thinnest of its kind. Featuring a totally unique patent pending extended magazine, the P15 pistol's other features include fire fiber optic front sight and adjustable rear, ambidextrous safety and magazine release, as well as a gator grip texture that increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling. The P-15 is fun on the range, but it's definitely great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P-15 9mm Striker Fire Pistol and all other Keltec weapons and products, check out keltecweapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C weapons.com. Keltec, creating innovative, quality firearms to help secure your world. Keltecweapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. So apparently what Elon Musk took his mom to the Met Gala last night, I'm surprised that people weren't freaking out over him being invited to the Met Gala. You're like, what's the Met Gala? So it's this thing where that Anna Wintour puts on and it's basically like snooty prom and it's supposed to be where it's for all the popular kids and that's where they go and you you there's a theme every year. It's just really, it was gilded glamour last night and i i don't know that's all i know it benefits the met so that's it and ain't no one tour does it i don't know i just i've never i mean you basically just show up and you spend all this time i mean i get i don't get fashion i mean i get fashion to an extent but i wear black every day so because i just don't like thinking about my clothes but it doesn't seem like it's a big payoff to spend all that time getting dressed and then you show up and you get your pictures on the steps and then you go in and you eat and drink and you go home and it's done. Right? There are AOC tantrums that have lasted longer. I don't know. Just kind of... It's odd to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not... I just... I got to really want to go somewhere to go there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just hate places. <laughs> I'm so curmudgeon. I can't even deal with it. Oh, yeah, she didn't say. She didn't say that they're not going to censor. And then Elon Musk shows up last night. He was asked this. I don't really want to play this whole. I was thinking about it. Okay, you know what? Do we have it? Do you have it queued up? First off, I just wish she would have been prepared to ask a question instead of rambling for like the first half of the video. But she, this reporter with, is it entertainment tonight? Everybody should take lessons from Mary Hart. Mary Hart's where it was at, right? That woman could just drill down a question. She was real good at that. He was there with his mom and she asks him this question, a question he's been asked for like the frillionth time. Listen. have spoken out and said, why did you use the money that you purchased Twitter with to do something for charity, philanthropy, more good with that money? Well, I do do a lot of things uh, philanthropically. Yeah. Um, and um, really, uh, th- you know, my, th- th- my companies are intended to uh, do good for the future of humanity with the Tesla trying to accelerate uh, the advent of sustainable transport and, and energy. Uh, and SpaceX is um, providing internet to the least served people around the world. The best space uh, company in the world. I know. <laughs> I love mom. She's such and a what you've done for Ukraine as well during this. Yeah, time. absolutely. So we're able to help Ukraine with the Starlink terminals um, and uh, give them uh, connectivity in, in uh, particularly some of the hardest hit areas. So, you know, I, I, aspirationally, I am trying to do good for uh, humanity and, and the future of civilization. Why didn't she know that before asking him? Like, why aren't you doing anything good with your money? 
Like, you have all these millions, right? You know, some people are like, why didn't you do anything with your charities? And he's like, well, here's all I've done. And then she's like, oh, yeah. She actually later on is like, oh, and then, you know, you did the Internet thing in Ukraine. And he's like, yeah, uh-huh. I mean, what a question to ask. By the way, here's a question that I actually would have asked her. So are you going to go and all the people who got the money from the purchase of Twitter, are you going to go and ask them what are they going to do with that money? Are they going to help charities? Do you guys think that all the people who got bought out, all those people, are, you, are they going to go use that money to go and help the charities? Like what particular charities are you talking about? Well, what? There's always this. There's always this idea that if you're and I get it it's not you know if you're rich you're supposed to be doing stuff with charities and I think people you know they 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 have a heart for it and that's good because you're called to but at the same time I gotta admit that if I were him I'd be a little bit resentful of being constantly asked by a bunch of grifters all the damn time you're spinning in charity like and they don't even take the the time and use the opportunity of a easily to use internet to look this stuff up before they essentially accuse you of being stingy. Which, by the way, have you ever noticed that it's the greedy people who always say that the other people who don't want to give away their money to them are selfish? It's it's selfish to want to keep the fruits of your own labor, but it's not selfish to demand someone else's fruit, right? Very fascinating. Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. You might have heard me on Rush Limbaugh's show. I was a regular fill-in for about eight years. I now do a show out of the high mountains of free America because, you know, I got exiled from Seattle. Google Gemini correctly predicts the present day. Mind control matrix. The internet, television, even our phones wouldn't just be distractions, but tools used to manipulate the masses and suppress critical thinking. I said that correctly. Check out The Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Supreme Court rejects. Jack's 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year, and some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Corumbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. Hmm. All right. In 1921 today, West Virginia became the first state with an income tax. Boo. Boo. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ohio. Their Republican primary is going to be an indicator of Trump's endorsement power. Voters are deciding their heated Senate primary today it's one of the most contentious center primaries in the country uh and you have uh this is a mess i let try i was gonna say it's jd mandel <laughs> that was that's what trump said man you had to think that the vance people didn't like that i do think it's funny jd vance once called trump a nazi so i'm just trying to figure out how he's all super maga and I think Josh Mandel's been wanting to run off for office forever. Hasn't he run for office for, like, ever? I don't think he's ever called anyone a Nazi, but Vance totally did. I have to say, I think Vance is kind of... It's just a little odd to me, right? I guess maybe he just happened to all of a sudden do a 180 and become very, very MAGA after... I mean, that's a big step. Anyway, all right, all right, all right. I'll come back to that. An NBC political reporter was found to be plagiarizing articles 
uh, improper sourcing was the phrase that NBC said when they it didn't meet their standards for original material. Yeah, because the dude totally plagiarized Tegan Finn uh, or herself. She just she plagiarized uh, like eleven articles over the past year. They all have editor's notes now uh, published at the top, identifying the properly sourced material and noting its removal. You got to cite your sources, and also don't just copy and paste entire sentences. In order to get in, you had to not only be vaccinated and boosted, you had to have a same-day test, Mm -hmm. a negative test. And then you had to download it into an app, and you had to have a QR code on that app and show it to the Secret Service before you got in. And there were people that somehow the app wasn't working for them, or they didn't have Wi-Fi, and they were turned away. And that made me feel more comfortable in actually going. And uh, President Biden made a joke about it, but there were a couple of Fox News tables there. So for the Fox News viewers, they've all been vaccinated, they've all been boosted, and they were all there and tested. Uh, why would you do all of that just to go to that stupid thing? Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with you. That was uh, Sonny Hosta. Hostin. I keep wanting to call her the shade plant. The name for the shade plant. I can't. Sonny Hostin, Hostin, is it Hostin or Ho- I don't care. Nobody cares. It's one of the other. Nobody I'm cares. Not really sure. Let's not care. We got save your brain space, dude. You got to think about kombucha stuff, right? Oh, yeah. And tinfoil hat things. Yeah. So save the brain space. Way more important. I agree. <laughs> they just amazed. <laughs> I can't believe somebody would do all of that. All of the things that we had to do. We had to download an app, and then we had to do all these things. I just would. Nobody. I would not. I don't want to spend time with anybody to have to do that. I don't want to go anywhere or spend time with anybody enough to have to do all of that stuff to do there, to, to, to do that, to be there. No way. It, it, that's, you're double vaxxed. And didn't you just get COVID? Didn't she just have it? After she was double, triple vaxxed and, and uh, boosted and everything else. Yeah, as Kane says, it's a religion to these people. Oh my gosh, I got to tell you this. Oh, jeez. Before I can go, hold up. This chick, I don't know who this broad is. I never heard of her in my life. Look, when you say stupid stuff on the internet, <laughs> what? She's verified. She's a blue check. Her name is Dr. Ellie Murray. She's an epidemiology assistant professor at Boston University School of something, public health. I don't care. And she, her bios are her pronouns because that's a thing. She, her, and doctor. She apparently put that in her location part. Okay. This, she actually wrote this quote If you're not going to wear a mask indoors, then I'm not going to wear shoes or socks indoors anymore either. They're uncomfortable. And why should I care if you think it's gross? Oh, what's that? It's unhygienic for me to go around in bare feet. All over public indoor spaces, so I have to wear shoes. Yeah, yeah. Put your damn mask on. Okay, Hobbit. See, my shoes don't work if you have shoes on. Whether or not my shoes work isn't predicated upon whether or not you have shoes. (laughs) I'm sure this probably sounded really cool, like a good burn in her head. Like she thought, man, this is sick. I'm going to, it's not, you know. 
wear masks on your feet. Wearing one on your face to stop the virus is like wearing it on your feet to stop the virus. Same effect. Because of the microns, the particles of the virus are so small. They've done like, we talked to literally a mask guy who was like, this is the thing you need to wear. Nobody was going to put this like beekeeper thing on their face. So, But also, if you're a doctor and you're comparing like respiratory stuff to feet, I'm really worried about you, dude. Like, I'm worried about you doing stuff. Like, if she, yeah, if she wants to step on needles and glass and gross stuff, go all at, Those are your feet, not mine. Yeah. Just because you step on a turd in your bare feet doesn't mean that I'm going to with my shoes and socks on. So go right ahead and do whatever you're going to do. I don't care. I don't care about your feet. Go and step on whatever. I'm not going to... Your feet aren't going to be up on my face. I don't... I, it's just, it's just the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> just say it. You can't put the stuff in slack. It's like an Amber Heard sleepover. Right? <laughs> Stepping on poop. <laughs> exactly. It just... it. This doesn't make sense. Then don't wear shoes or socks indoors anymore. Go all out with your hobbit feet. Your nasty, dirty hobbit feet. Go right out. Just do it. What does that have to do with putting a mask on your face? It's a religion to these people. They're like a cult. Except cults used to like at least stuff that seemed like in a crazy sense. Maybe in one reality that might be plausible. This it's just not. It just really isn't. Like the people who... Like, drank the poison and put the Nikes on their feet and thought they were going over the moon to the asteroid? That never... Yeah, that didn't work. Golly. Keep wearing your mask. It doesn't do anything. There was this fight over the safety at the... The Washington Post had this piece, and I just laughed out loud. They were... Some of these people did not want to install special lights to stop the viral spread. This is your super spreader event, right? Yeah, I thought so. It's your super spreader event. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. I don't even know where to start by this. So let's do... Let's start with this one. All right. So a Florida man got arrested for hiding underneath a residence after running from cops on a mini motorcycle how fast do mini motorcycles go they really go that fast jesse vidal 37 years old man he's rough looking he's uh thought he could outrun the law on a mini motorcycle but he was apprehended after a legitimate chase took place and the man tried to hide under a residence marion county sheriff's office saw a little bitty tiny motorcycle without lights driving north literally on the highway oh my gosh uh yeah on the highway Traffic stop was conducted. The 37-year-old fled in the middle of it. Uh, and they... How do you flee? <laughs> He's on a mini motorcycle. They're in their cop cars. How does that happen? He was arrested and booked in Marion County Jail on six charges, including warrant for failure to appear on a previous grand theft charge. Oh, boy. A Florida man took a leak in a store's beer cave. Said police, $113.36 approximately worth of brewskis was damaged. Rockledge, Florida, a 61-year-old Florida man was arrested on allegations of urinating on cases of beer inside of a Brevard County store. Nasty. He walked into, it's called the Hop and Pop convenience store. It's actually kind of a neat name because, you know, it's beer and soda, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they got wine and spirits though? It kind of ruins it. Uh, He tried to enter the restroom, but it was locked. He then went into the beer cave. The store has a beer cave. And he pretended to look at merchandise 
And then the video, this closed circuit television video, shows the man facing the shelves, unzipping his pants, and then peeing on the beer. The owner said six cases of beer totaling $113 were damaged and could not be sold. They identified him from his license plate. They made contact with him on Wednesday. They arrested him on misdemeanor charge of criminal mischief. Like, if you had to go, you couldn't just walk outside and go on the side of a building? I mean, dudes, are you guys are pretty portable. You know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't just, like, walk around. the. You had to go to the beer cave? I don't, I just don't, I don't understand that. Uh, a Florida woman suspected of drunk driving performed multiple ballet and Irish folk dance moves while undergoing field sobriety tests after rear-ending a vehicle. I will say that everybody has that one family member that actually dances better when they drink. And this skill does not come out until it's a family reunion or wedding reception. Amy Harrington had an incident involving an alcohol-related car crash. She showed signs of impairment, and they said that she slurred her speech, was unsteady on her feet. She still got hit with a reckless driving charge and 12 months probation. There is no video, sadly. Uh, but they said that she tried to involve, like she tried to do an Irish, Irish dance and some ballet moves to show that she was totally fine. Usually in your head, that probably feels fine, but doesn't look good. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The mainstream media does not cover some of the most important news of the day. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. In my latest episodes, I discuss how Democrats are on a downhill track, how student debt relief has become a really hot topic. And I talked with Seth Dillon, the CEO of the Babylon Bee, about being in Twitter jail and maybe getting out sometime. Don't forget to download and subscribe to my daily No Chit Chat podcast. Hear me expose and dissect the news of the day, politics, public issues, don't shy away from the truth. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.